Hello, bestie. Happy book club day. Welcome to the Best Friend Book Club podcast. I am so happy you made it. I'm your host, Sarah Anna, and today I am joined by Simone. Hi, Simone. We're going to be diving into Archer's Voice by Mia Sheridan today. Here is your spoiler warning. Thank you so much for stopping by. But if you have not read this incredible book, please turn back now, go read the book, then come back because we're going to get into all the details. Unless you're okay with it being spoiled for you, in that case, welcome. This is a message only for Mia Sheridan. If you are listening, I just wanted to say thank you for this masterpiece. This is one of my favorite books of all time. I recommend it to literally everybody. I love it so much. And now we'll get into the rest of the episode. So, oh, this is the book that like started our friendship. So this is a very special, special moment. Yes. So in January, I think I had posted that I bought this book because I saw it recommended on like a couple different people's Instagram accounts. So I had bought the book and I posted like, oh, can't wait to start this. And you swiped up and you were like, I love this book. (laughs) And the rest is history. We've been besties since. This is when I realized, like, our taste in books is very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you say you didn't like a book, I'm like, "Mm, I'm not reading it then. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, let's just jump into the story. So we start with Archer's point of view when he's seven years old. And he's noticing the relationship between his mom and his uncle, Connor. And I was like, huh. Interesting. So right off the bat, we're establishing that there's not a good relationship between Archer's mom and Archer's dad. And that we love Uncle Connor. I'm, uh, what was it? He's like, I know, or I know, like, my, what do you say? Mommies aren't supposed to kiss, like. Uh Uh-huh. They're only supposed to kiss your daddy, yeah, not your uncle. Daddies aren't supposed to hit mommy when they're drunk. No. I know. I was like, yeah. damn. Already. Yeah. <laughs> We're in there. And then, in there. and then we cut over to Bree's point of view. And mm-hmm. at the end of chapter two, she finds a dandelion and she wishes for peace and then blows like the fluff off of it. And for some reason, I didn't catch this the first time around, but when I was doing my reread, I was like, the cover makes sense. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know how I missed it. I didn't think about that. Like, I- as soon as I read it the second time, I was like, a jaw on the Because <laughs> I was still wondering, like, why is the cover a dandelion? Where did, where did that come from? I don't know how I missed it. And then Bree runs into Archer in the parking lot of this like convenience store. And she says to him, you know, it would really help me out if you would speak and put me out of my misery here. And I was like, Bree. Free baby, listen. Oh, foot. Your <laughs> mouth right there. I was like, Sarah. Free, it's not gonna happen. 
You're gonna be waiting a long time, babe. Then after um, their interaction in the parking lot, there's dandelion seeds across Bree's windshield. And I was like, okay, I see what we're doing here. Oh, yeah. Like, no way it wasn't. Like, if that mm-hmm. wasn't Mia Sheridan telling us, like, oh, get ready. I don't know what. <laughs> okay. The fact that Bree just let herself into Archer's front yard because the gate was open a little bit. I love the nosy energy. However, from like, if I were Archer, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? You don't know this man. You don't know what he's capable of. No. And and what's funny is that Phoebe ran back there, the dog, and it's just like mm-hmm. this girl is so messy. She she was doing and she mm-hmm. ran back there. Phoebe was like, "I'm gonna play matchmaker real quick." Yeah. So of course, Bree finds Archer at his house because <laughs> she acts like surprised that he's there. I'm like, "Well, yeah. Where else would he be?" And she starts talking to him, and he's, like, writing his answers back to her. So she leaves, and then she's thinking about it for a second, and she's like, wait, he was able to hear me. So she comes back, and she's like, you're not deaf. You can hear just fine. And he writes back to her, I didn't tell you I was deaf. Which I'm just like, it's insane that the entire town just assumed he was deaf. And didn't do anything about it. Like, not a single person was like, oh, let me try to communicate with him. Yeah, no one does to ask. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, um, that's Archer. They, they could write something down and be like, can you hear me? Like, you can. <laughs> can you hear? What's the situation? Like, it's literally a simple question. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> just. It could have been handled so much better, but I guess, like, then Bree being his friend wouldn't make as much sense. <laughs> Maybe. But they figure out that they can use sign language to talk to each other because Bree's dad was deaf. And she, when she leaves, she says, well, I know this sounds kind of stupid, but I thought maybe we could be friends. <laughs> My heart. My whole heart. That was the cutest thing ever. Just yeah. <laughs> that was cute. He's just so skeptical of everyone. I mean, rightfully so, I think. Yeah. But. <sighs> I I don't know. Is this from niceties? Is that how you say it? Hmm. What'd you say? Is it niceties? Niceties? Yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? Niceties. Okay. Like nice titties. 
that's what it is. Nice, nice titties. Yeah, nice titties. <laughs> so, when she was leaving, in I guess because Archer didn't jump at the opportunity to be her friend, <laughs> she was she was this. she was offering to be his bestie, and he was like. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe not. You and your dog get out. <laughs> and then she's like, she brings up what Travis has said to her about how um, how he doesn't respond well to people's niceties. And mm-hmm. so I cannot keep thinking about what she's saying. <laughs> he doesn't respond, respond well to that. And then she's like, oh, yeah, he was right. And it's just like, girl, you don't know him or Archer. Why are you just jumping on his side with it? (sighs) And then Travis, you know why he don't respond to (laughs) Like, No, but later on, Travis doesn't know, right? Like, Travis also finds out that Archer isn't deaf. And I was like... How do you, as his cousin, cousin, not know? I need answers because you mean to tell me that you just like, you're like, oh yeah, he's deaf. It just moved on. Uh, I don't know. So then Bree meets Travis and I'm, I'm sure she met him before this if she was talking about what Travis had said, but she sees Travis, and he says to her, God, Brie, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Let me take you out to dinner this week. And Travis is trouble with a capital T. You cannot tell me he isn't. Like, he is trouble. Yeah. He's so funny for me. He... Mia Sheridan does a really good job of making you not like him. Like, at first, I was like, oh, you know, he just likes her. Can't really blame him, I guess. Like, but no, you can. You can't blame him. Pisses you off a little more. Yes. Yes. But I want to take this time to say that Travis by Mia Sheridan is also really good. I liked it. However, in this book, I'm not his biggest fan, but I like the second book. Yeah, like I read this, did not like him. Read Travis, I'm like, okay, he's alright. <laughs> oh, really? I loved him. I was like, oh, he's good by himself. <laughs> okay, like I don't know. Like reading this again, I'm like, okay, I don't think I can read Travis, and then like him again because <laughs> okay. I did feel the same way. I felt the same way because I read Travis and it had been a while since I read Archer's voice. Mm-hmm. So I read Travis and I was like, oh, like, he's a good guy. And then I reread Archer's voice and I was like, hold on a second. Scratch all that. I don't, I'm blind <laughs> to what I just read. <laughs> Back it up for like just a minute. But I still love Travis in his book but it was a good book i will say that but i don't remember disliking him this much 
when I read Archer's voice the first time. Yeah. Like, I remember not liking him, but when I went to go read Travis, it just was like, I was like, I felt indifferent towards him. I wasn't mad at him. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, speaking of Travis, so we have a chapter from Archer's point of view when he's 14 years old. And we basically see Travis bullying Archer for shits and giggles. And I was like, hmm. We're already starting off like, nope, not liking this. And it's all, it only goes down from here, in my opinion. Yeah. I was like, I don't think I've ever like disliked anyone <laughs> as quickly as I dislike this character, like Travis. Yeah. Yeah, he... I don't know. You would think that, like, that's his family. He's going to take care of him and, like, be a halfway decent person. But maybe that's too much to ask for. Start to home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes. Yes. Okay, we'll... (laughs) We'll get to her. (laughs) So... Bree has a conversation with her neighbor, Anne, about how Archer knows how to sign. And Anne tells Bree um, as much as she knows about the story of Archer and his parents. And Anne says, makes me realize how little we all did for that boy. And I'm like, I'm glad someone's realizing this. Because... Love Anne. <laughs> yes, we love Anne. But like, it took you this long to realize, like, oh, maybe we should have done something for this this boy that lost both his parents and was living with his uncle that everyone knew was crazy. Yeah. You know? In such a small town that would bring, like, right. people around him. Like, the small town energy of, like, you know, the whole town is gonna raise him now? Nope. They were like, you're on your own, Archer. <laughs> figure it out we'll see you later Ooh, sucks <laughs> to be you right now <laughs> i almost burned my tongue on my tea okay so i really love the friendship that develops between brie and archer and brie is thinking to herself she says, it suddenly occurred to me that Archer Hale had taught himself an entire language, but didn't have a single person to talk to until me. And I just think Archer needed a friend more than anything. And it was so sweet that, like, Bree's able to be that for him, plus a little yeah. extra. But, <laughs> but I'm glad that he, like, has a friend. Yeah. Well deserved after all this time and being included in the land. Poor baby. Like heart hurts for him all the time. I love Archer Hale. He's one of my favorite book boyfriends of all time. Yeah. I think that's why I had such a hard time like falling in love with Travis. Like he's good in his book. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> especially after the reread because this is my first time rereading this like I haven't reread mm-hmm. it before yeah me too and for it to still be like 
this is my favorite book out of every book I've read, even the books I've reread so many times. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, this is still my favorite book. Yeah. And I'm just like, I still don't like him. <laughs> I know. I know. It like the time in between reading the two is what made me love Travis so much. But if I I don't know, maybe if I did a reread of Travis very shortly after reading this, I wonder how I would feel about him. Anyways, so then uh, Travis finds out that Bree is hanging out with Archer. And he says, be careful of him. He's not exactly stable. Really, Travis? And you are? Right. Okay. And then he says... Uh, I wouldn't want him to do anything to hurt you. Just shut up, Travis. Like, I am so over this. Yeah. I literally wrote down, like, yeah, no, she needs to be right about you, sir. Like, you're the problem. And that's, that is 100% true. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, trust me about it. But he's literally done nothing to her. You see she's building a relationship with him you would think if he was gonna do something he'd done it by now yeah and then why are you possibly talking about him like (laughs) grown man yes he like he's a sheriff ain't he always forget yes yes you got bigger problems to deal with than worrying about your cousin And who he's friends with. Exactly. And wouldn't you want somebody to be nice to your cousin? Yeah. Like, well, I guess not in this situation because he wasn't even nice to his own cousin. But, like, it would make me feel, like, so, like, it would make my heart very happy to know that, like, somebody was going out of their way to, like, spend time with a family member of mine, you know? Yeah. But Travis is like, oh, no, 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 that's competition. I... I just don't understand it. So. Then we have Brie picking these berries by the lake. And it just felt like too calm of a moment. I knew something was about to go down. I said, "Mm, something's not right here. And so she basically like sets off this trap that Archer's uncle had set forever ago. So then it immediately cuts to Archer's point of view. And he says that he he hears screaming. It sounds like Bree. And he forgets his shoes completely and just runs out of the house. (laughs) My man really said, fuck those shoes. I need to go get Bree. And I love it. Yeah, like, he's like, shoes, shoes, shoes. And then he's like, hold on. This is her. All right, forget the shoes. (laughs) Yes. If there was, was anybody like, else, he's like, okay, they can wait a second. So I get my oh, shoes on. Is that Travis out there? Let me get my shoes on. <laughs> like the berries. Lost them. Gotta go to the store and get some new ones. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll be right there. Hold on one second. No, he was like, it's Brie. No shoes. Yeah. Out the door. So then he's able to free Brie from the trap. Brings her home and she like opens up to Archer about her past and things that happened with her dad and the man that killed him. And Archer is so freaking sweet here. Like, I I fall in love with him. Yeah. I was just like, finally, Mr. Grumpy. I literally wrote finally, grumpy ass. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like some 
straight face the whole time. And now like, we're getting emotion. We're getting somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I loved it. And him saying he would kill his uncle if he wasn't already dead for setting that trap. Right. I was like, oh, okay. He said, no one messes with Brie. Even from the grave, I'm going to revive you and take you out again. (laughs) (laughs) For messing with Brie. (laughs) And then while she's sleeping, he shaves his beard. And I was like, because his reasoning, no, his reasoning was so cute. He was like, when you were in the trap, I couldn't speak to you to reassure you. You can't hear me. I can't help that. But I want you to see me. Now you can see me. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? So perfect. What? Like, this is the point that I was like, oh, this man's gonna break my heart and I'll say thank you. Like, I was, I was already down bad right here. I was like, yep. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. So then, Brie tells Archer the entire story of what happened with her dad, and she, when she's telling the story, she says that she hates storms because it brings her right back to that night. Which, as soon as she said that, I was like, mm, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archer t- starts to tell us the story of when he was shot, when he was seven, and he says he was shot by his uncle. Do you hear the rain by me? The thunder? Yeah. Go out and know what that was. <laughs> it like just stopped raining. I guess it's about to start again. But anyways. True so he doesn't have- <laughs> Oh, I don't like thunderstorms eating Archer. I'm waiting. <laughs> So, um, he says that he was shot by his uncle. And so I was like, my heart was hurting. I was like, Uncle Connor shot Archer? Like, what the heck is that about? And then he immediately changes the subject. And I was like, anyways, dinner? It was just like, it was strange. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle shot me. Anyways... You want onions on your pizza? You know what I mean? Like, okay. I guess, like, listen. Archer, if you're out there, I know you can hear. I know you can hear. No, you can hear. And I will be taking a sign language class in the fall, Archer. So I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. <laughs> so, um, Bree spends the night at Archer's house, and I was so badly wanting a one bed situation. Like, I was like sitting here, like, yes, we're gonna get the one bed. <laughs> yeah, I I needed it. And he's like, no, I'm gonna sleep on the couch. Do you have to be a gentleman archer? Right. You know, like, 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 oh, actually, 
there's something wrong with the couch. I can't sleep on the couch. Oh, no. That's what I wanted. It's <laughs> the energy I wanted. But whatever. So uh, then when Brie wakes up the next morning, she realizes that she didn't have a flashback for the first time in six months. So and she says that she needed Archer. So what do you think about this whole thing? So it took me back to the beginning where she wished for peace on that mm-hmm. dandelion. And I was like, he's our peace. I was like, you can't convince yes. me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, she found it. It's yeah. right there. Been six months having the same like nightmares and all that. Getting mm-hmm. scared. And now first night she's with him, she doesn't have it. I was like, yeah, no. Coincidence? He's fine. I think not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to feel so safe around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I love this book. This is one of my favorite books of all time. However, I don't know why, but one day I read like the one star reviews for it. Don't do it. Because they, they just like point out some things that I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then I was, as I was reading it the second time, I was like, I don't like that I'm remembering those things from the reviews i i don't know you know um it kind of like ruined every time she said it i don't mind telling it you if you don't if you don't mind but okay so someone was like it really bothers me that she keeps calling him my silent boy and <laughs> She says it a lot. And like the first time I just was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Like that's, that's her man. But she doesn't, she usually doesn't call him her silent man. It's usually my sweet silent boy. And so someone was like, why is she obsessed with him? Because he's quiet. And I was like, no, that's, that's not why you don't get it. They're in love. That's all I could think about when I was gaslighting this person. You don't get it. (laughs) They're in love. It's not that she only likes him because he can't speak. Like, that's so messed up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about things like that. And so another thing was like, the girl was like oh really she's been having these like flashbacks for six months but she sleeps over at his house one night and all of a sudden she doesn't have them and i was like but it's sweet it's sweet that she doesn't have them he's in her peace yeah (laughs) it's deeper than that like it's a little bit more involved than just like, if you take it out of context, like, yeah, of course, it sounds strange. But when you're, like, as you're reading it, it, it makes sense, I think. So. Anyways. So the next day, Brie comes back with a pair of scissors. And she offers to give Archer a haircut. And he says, cut as much as you want. And she says, well, what do you want? I'll do whatever you like. And he says, I want you to like it. Do whatever you want. And I was like, yes, Archer. He knows. He's going up. 
Archer has the Riz and he doesn't even try. Like, <laughs> he really is just like, he's just the man. Yeah. The amount of tension that is in the air when she's giving him this haircut. My jaw's on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Hot and heavy man was yep. bothered in the good way. <laughs> he was the best kind of bothered. And then he basically kicks Brie out. He's like afraid of these feelings that he's having towards her, but he's like never had these feelings before. So he's just like, uh, you gotta go. Get out. Thanks for the haircut. Leave. Abort mission. Right yes. <laughs> and then the next day, she finds a bouquet of Almond Joy candy bars on her porch that Archer left for her, which I was like, Archer is so sweet. I love him. And that being the candy that she dropped when they first met. It's like, it's mm-hmm. the little things. like Yes. It is the little things with Archer. And then I don't I don't think I mentioned it later, but there's like one scene where they're eating chips together and she likes the ones that are folded over. And then the next time she goes over, he has a bowl of just the folded ones. And I was like, this man really went through several bags of chips to find you the ones that you like. Marry him right now. I got you. Playlist. <laughs> Like, marry him immediately. I I can't imagine anything more perfect. Like I just I just love him. And so then she also figures out later that while Archer was there to drop off the bouquet that he fixed the loose step on her front porch. And I was just like, he's just so thoughtful. Yeah. And I just, I fall in love with him more and more. Like, as we keep reading, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. Yet another reason to be in love with Archer Hale. Okay. Add it to the list. Why he is superior to every other man. Okay. This is Miss Girl that we were talking about earlier. So, Victoria Hale. So, Brie meets her on page 135. And uh, Victoria says to her, so this is Archer's aunt, and Victoria says to Bree, stay away from him. Nothing good can come of it. And for a girl who isn't a stranger to violence, I think you'd, ne- you'd heed my warning. There's no telling what he's going, when he's going to crack and do something to hurt you. Mark my word. He's done it before. Have a good day. And all I wrote next to it was, bitch, with an exclamation point. Like, just... Bitch. Like, Nothing else needed to be said. Not her being like, oh, since you're no stranger to violence. Ma'am. You have to <laughs> Like, what? I, I really do not like her. Yeah, but they're trying to make Archer out to be this villain that he isn't i'm not understanding like uh he literally got the shittiest end of the stick (laughs) yes 
let's just keep it going like he mm -mm. yeah and then we find out on top of all of this that victoria was the one to step in and stop archer from getting the surgery that could help him speak which is wild like that is so crazy she's because he could her whole thing is like she doesn't want him to rat her out right yeah reveal this big secret he can he can write yeah he can can still do that (laughs) he can write but i feel like she was such a big part of the town not you know yeah coming and like showing support for him and like essentially raising him Mm-hmm. Because you would think that his aunt would step into that role. Yeah. She's probably convincing everyone otherwise that he's some bad. But what still like throws me off about that, like even if she was like trying to convince him that like he was some bad person, at the time that this happened, he's a child. So he's seven. He is seven <laughs> years old when this happens. <laughs> So it's like literally no no one still tried. And I'm blaming her. I'm sure that's the oh. reason why. She's the reason. She's the problem. <laughs> yeah, she's the problem. She's the reason no one tried. Ugh. I I really don't like her. Like as much as I don't like Travis, I absolutely hate Victoria Hale. Mm-hmm. So then we have Archer and Bree back at Archer's house, and he said, did you want me to kiss you yesterday? Uh, duh, Archer, like, hello, have you not been paying attention? And so this is, like, his first ever kiss, so we find out that Archer's a virgin when he meets Bree. And he, Mans is a very quick learner. He catches on quick. At one point, he literally says... I know you like my hands in your hair. Show me other ways you like to be touched. Teach me what you like. Mr. Hale! (laughs) What? (laughs) So, yeah. So annoyingly sexy. And then I was was literally like, take notes, Travis. Like, (laughs) no, Travis, do not take notes because we don't, we don't want you coming around Brie. You need to stay away. Oh my gosh. Then we have Travis inviting Archer out for Guy's Night Out. And you already know. Like, just from what I've gathered from Travis so far, I already know this is going to be bad news. Yeah. I... I felt bad because Archer genuinely did not want to go. He just wanted to make Bree happy. And this entire scene just pisses me off like i okay so travis kissed brie after their date before brie ever did anything with archer okay so to piss archer off travis says oh i love how brie's lips taste like peaches i was like oh not her using the peach lip gloss but i was like (laughs) i just like Whatever. How many pages before? Yeah. Her lips taste like peaches. Yeah. I was like, 
Yeah, so he men- Archer mentions it a couple pages before, and then Travis is like, oh, you know what I love? You know what I love about Brie? And I was like, Ugh. so he's trying to push Archer into essentially cheating on Brie, but they're not officially dating. I still would think that that's technically, like, cheating. In yeah. my head. Because uh, we know Archer's not seeing anybody else. But... Travis is trying to make it sound like Brie is keeping her options open when she isn't. So. <sighs> so then. Um, he basically gets Archer drunk and then is like, oh, someone wants to say hi to you. So the girl from when he was 14, Amber, the girl he had a crush on, uh, is like, oh, I'm going to take you into one of these back rooms. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Archer, don't go in there. Don't do it. And <laughs> and so we're led to believe that he goes all the way with Amber. And then Travis drops him off at Bree's house. <sighs> Travis really, like, really pisses me off. Nothing sense. Okay. <laughs> um he's an ass that's a nice way of saying yeah that. yeah really so then that. when brie finally oh so like brie and archer like get into an argument i guess like brie's mad because she's like why would you do that like it's not that like you don't have to go get with another girl yeah. type of thing and so when she finally sees Travis, she slaps him across the face and it's everything I needed. I was like, finally, somebody needed to put their hands on Travis. <laughs> if not Archer, then Brie. It's more than smacked. Yeah. <laughs> so then Archer and Brie aren't really talking. And then there's a thunderstorm. And she's freaking out a little bit. She thinks that the guy that killed her dad is like coming back for her because she hears a knock at the door. And then she opens the door and Archer's sitting on her porch. And she asks him, she's like, what are you doing here? And he says, you don't like thunderstorms. My heart? My heart? Oh my gosh. Like. I love him. I almost started crying here. I was like, not him. Like, walking in the rain. Walking And I was just like, I I love him. I just love him. And then we find out that he didn't even have sex with the stripper. (laughs) First time reading this, I was so pissed. Like, yeah, no way that this just happened. No way, like, they barely started it, and then, yeah, and Archer basically, like, just didn't know what was happening. Like, he was just like, Yeah, I was with her, but he didn't know that that meant what that meant in Bree's head, so. 
need to go into detail, babes. Say what happened. <laughs> We're not doing this. Like, spell it out. Yeah. Not just, I was with her. Okay. You sat next to her or did something what? else? <laughs> so I was so relieved when we find out that he didn't do anything with her. I was like, thank God. Because I don't, I don't think I could continue to love him if that happened. So Bree's like, well, why did you say no to getting with her? And he says, because I don't want to be with anyone except you. I don't want her. I only want you. (sighs) Again, I love him so much. So then that's the first time that they get together during this thunderstorm. And she's like, oh, now whenever there's a thunderstorm, I'll think of him. And I was like, yeah, you will. (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) And then this might be like my favorite scene. Although it's. I have a lot of favorite scenes, but this is one of my favorite scenes when Archer's like, hey, I have a car, but I don't know how to drive. Can you teach me how to drive? And I was like, oh, yes, I love that. Um, And so they're doing these driving lessons and then uh, things start to get hot and heavy. And the person that catches them is Travis. Like, that was just the cherry on top. I was, I was so happy. No, he was his. Oh, yeah. Like, most definitely. But I loved it. Mm-hmm. This book, like, when I read it, after I read it the first time, I was like, wow, that was, like, a beautiful love story. Right? Is that your phone? Oh. My mom's calling me. Hey, mom, I'm recording. I'll call her later. Um, You're at home. <laughs> oh, wait. My, my headphones cut out. Hello. Okay. Yeah, my headphones cut out. Sorry, mom. I missed your call. I know she's going to watch this. Um, like, I see you're at home. Why aren't you answering? <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, reading it the first time you were saying it was a beautiful uh, love story. I was like, this is like a beautiful love story. And then I'm reading it the second time around. I was like, this is spicy. Like... <laughs> There's definitely spice, but like in my head, I don't think of it as like a spicy book when I like recommend it to somebody. I'm not recommending it because of the spice. However, the spice is an excellent addition. Yeah. He was the first when they met. He he learned real fast. A plus student. A plus student. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Star people. I it's good though like yeah 
it is a beautiful love story, but also a spicy book. Best combo. Mm-hmm. In it's my not like opinion. overly spicy. Exactly. It's not spicy for no reason. Yeah. Like it's there, but it's just not like there all the time. <laughs> And, like, now that I'm thinking about it, this is put in the lineup with a lot of books that are, like, oh, spicy books with discreet covers. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in, like, lineups like that, which I wouldn't argue with, I'd yeah. say. Because you definitely can't tell by looking at the cover. Splash! <laughs> um, <laughs> a little dandelion, how sweet. And then you got this car scene. I love it, though. So, uh, then we have Archer coming to the diner for the first time. And it's, like, such a big deal. And I was, like, so happy for him. And Bree says, you're here. And he says, I'm here for you. And I just love that running theme of, like, them saying those exact words to each other over and over again. I'm just like, he's there for you, Bree. Man is in the Oh. <laughs> yes. He was doing everything in his power for her. He's changing everything up. And I feel I feel bad though, because I feel like he's changing a lot just to make her happy. Yeah. Instead of like for himself. But the change is good. Still it just feels like He's forced for the wrong reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um Anyway, so Travis ends up finding Archer and apologizing to him, which I was like, okay. Love that. I don't forgive him completely at this point, but I was like, okay, he apologized to Archer. And then he's like, oh, did you know Bree's friends are in town? And I was like, Travis, why couldn't you just apologize and leave? Yeah. Why did you have to do all this? So. Um. Archer ends up going out with Bree and her friends, and he's getting very frustrated because obviously he's picking up on the vibe between Bree and I can't remember her friend's name, but her friend that like admitted that he loved her. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he he admitted that he loved Bree, and Bree was like, "Uh, peace out. I'm moving to Maine," and just like left. <laughs> so Archer's getting very frustrated, and he's like. I can't tell them to stay away from you, Brie. I have to sit there and watch, and I can't do a damn thing. And this is after he asks her how many men in her life, he's like, how many men in your life want to be with you? And he's just, like, having this very insecure moment, and I was like, Archer, you're everything. Yeah. Like, like, yes, no one compares to you. Like, literally no one compares to you. So, you don't have to worry. I, I don't know. I, I just felt really bad for him, but I also was like, I feel like we saw this coming. Like, obviously, he's very frustrated that he can't speak, but he still won't be able to speak. You know, yeah. like, him being frustrated about it isn't going to do anything, but I could see that, like, him being in a setting where, like, the friend obviously had feelings for Brie or has feelings for Brie could make him uncomfortable. Yeah. And the way that he then like took her like near the bathroom and bit her. <laughs> I was like, Archer, what happened to my sweet boy? Where's he? <laughs> that 
That's a man. That's a whole man. He's just going through it. First relationship. He don't. Yeah. Never done well, that then... before, so he's probably just like. <laughs> he just doesn't know how to. He's never felt these feelings before. Yeah. So this whole situation leads to Bree's declaration of love. And she was like trying to give him space for him to say it first. And she's just like, I can't wait any longer. Like, I I just have to let you know that I love you. And like, you don't have to worry about this dude over here. I still can't remember his I, name. I'm thinking. <laughs> I can't remember it at all. I, I really don't remember what his name is, but the, it's not very important. Mm-mm. It is not very important. Um, so Archer says back to her, he's like, I'm in love with you too. I was so desperately in love with you. I love you so much. It hurts. I love him. I love him. He's tugging on the heartstrings constantly. I I liked that moment between them. I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. And then, so Bree's going back to wherever she's from. She's going back to, she's going back to wherever she's from and um, with her two friends. Yeah. And I think it's to go identify the guy that killed her dad. Right? Yeah. Um. And so we find out that Bree's friends bought Archer a phone so that they could text. And I was like, that is so sweet. Love it. Um, I love, like, their little text conversations. Archer is so funny. Yeah, he's a whole comedian. And so they are texting each other and Archer asks, what's on your happy list? Which, is a sim- which are simple things that make you happy. So what is on your happy list? Um, <laughs> reading in the fall. Okay. Um, my people, so like my friends, family, mm-hmm. the little, and then my One Direction playlist. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I love One Direction. I'm waiting. They're going to get back together. I'm holding out hope. It's going to happen. Don't worry, guys. I'm calling it now. It's going to happen. But yeah, I don't blame you. One Direction just like, it just does something to me. Oh, yeah. I'd say my happy list, I'd have um, Disney throwback music. So, like, High School Musical, Hannah Montana, that, it just does it. There it just does it for me. where I would fully listen to Hannah Montana music. Uh-huh. Now it's There's nothing wrong me. with that. No, I know. It's, it's just irritate me that I can't remember this song because, okay, this is going off topic for a second. <laughs> My mom had bought me an acoustic guitar. Uh huh. Like middle school, and I was trying my hardest to learn how to play. What is that song? 
I miss you. I miss you. Oh my god! I <laughs> my hardest to learn that song. I had an acoustic guitar too. It was the Camp Rock guitar. And cool. I never learned how to play it. It was real cute for a good, like, three months. <laughs> and then my mom was like, okay, yeah. you're not playing it, so I'm selling it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I love it. But, like, Hannah Montana just... It just hits the spot every single time. Like, sad, Hannah Montana. Happy, Hannah Montana. Like, there... <laughs> And not Miley Cyrus, although I love Miley Cyrus as an artist, but, like, specifically Hannah Montana. I was Hannah Montana for Halloween. I was, I was in it. I love... I need to see If I, I'm gonna ask my mom for the picture, and I'll put it on my, um, on my story, but I, I just loved Hannah Montana. I was, I was all over it. But, okay, so that's, so I'd say old Disney music. Um, when books have playlists, I will listen to the playlist every single time. Not before I read it, but after I read it. And then my book besties. So everybody that I'm able to meet like through Bookstagram. Love everybody. So yeah, I just, I thought that was really cute that he was like, what's on your happy list? And I was like, oh, he's just so cute. Yeah. What part that had cracking was when he, when he learns that LOO is laugh out loud, and then he's like, or in my case, laugh out silently, I said, yes. <laughs> You have to do that. No way you just it. said that. Just... Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I was like, Archer, what's going on here? I was so bad for the way I laughed at that. I just laugh out silently. But then, like, he said something similar to this, which, like, Brie was like, can you stay on the phone? Like, I'm going to call you. Can you stay on the phone while I talk to the detective? Like, I just want to feel like you're there. And he responds with, yes, of course I will. And I promise not to say anything. <laughs> that should not have been as funny as it was. But it was so good. Jesus. If, oh my gosh. No, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say this one. The dark humor. <laughs> yes. I love it, though. She's living for it. Um, my mouse just isn't working. <laughs> um, But I, I loved their texts. Like, it was the cutest thing ever. So then when Brie decides... I'm going to go back home early and Archer is sending all these texts to her. I was getting so nervous. I was like, she crashed on her way back to, to Maine. Like worst case scenario. Cause it's, that's just where my brain goes. Yeah. I was very concerned for her. And then, of course, they don't give you any answers right now. They're like, huh, we're going to go back to when Archer was seven years old <laughs> and tell you some more about. I think this is when we get like the full story of everything that happened. So. Yeah, it cuts back to Archer when he's seven and we basically find out that Archer is Connor's son. 
So who we thought was his uncle is actually his dad. So when he says his his uncle shot him, it was who he thought was his dad, not Uncle Connor. So that makes way more sense. Yeah. And then we find out that the day that his parents died, Victoria pulls up and tells Archer that it's all his fault. So this woman pulled up to the scene of a crime. Her nephew's bleeding out. Her husband, her brother-in-law, and her sister-in-law are dead. And she decides to blame a seven-year-old. Her seven-year-old nephew. She's like, oh, you did this. You're the last one alive. It must be your fault. He's literally bleeding out. And she's like, "Mm, you shouldn't have been born. You know what I mean? Like, how is that his fault? Oh, right. It isn't. It literally isn't. He had no control in any of the stuff that happened. <laughs> this. I feel so bad for him as a child. I thought you for her. I was like, no, no, no. I do not feel no. bad for Victoria. She can... Yeah. No. I don't I don't care about anything that happens to Victoria. Yeah. Um so after not answering to all of his texts, Bree goes to Archer's house and finds his living room is completely torn apart and he says to her, "This is that burden I was talking about, Bree. This is what the burden of loving me looks like." So she says back Loving you isn't a burden. Loving you is an honor and a joy, Archer. And I was just like, okay, yes, yes, reassure him, tell him you love him. And then she says, you couldn't talk me out of loving you if you tried anyways. It's not a choice for me. It's just a truth. (sighs) Their relationship is everything. So basically we find out though that like her, her phone died, essentially. Or I think... She, like, dropped it in a puddle. Yeah, she dropped it and she couldn't get a new one. She didn't have his new number. Or she didn't have his number. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now Your turn for calling. someone to call you? Literally, my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh, I was going to say, just me in this case. Because it's like, if like Kobe doesn't answer I'm like okay what's wrong something's wrong especially if <laughs> if okay this is gonna sound a little crazy but like uh-huh. on, <laughs> on his iPad if I call him it'll ring on his iPad so I'm like okay well I know this call is going through <laughs> so it's uh-huh. like, is he okay <laughs> so I'll just start that's crying. not crazy at all <laughs> all right yeah I'll blow Kobe up. Look at him if he's not answering. I'm so worried. So maybe not destroying the house. Worried, but no, because then you got to clean it up after. (laughs) Yeah, but I definitely feel that. I don't. I don't get like that normally. However, if it was like this exact situation where 
you're expecting them to be back at a certain time and then like mm-hmm. you're texting them and they're not answering and like I could totally see like that spiral happening. Yeah. Especially if and you the- were texting like before then and then all of a sudden there's just nothing. Yeah. And then the fact that Archer is like if something happened to you I would have just laid here until I died. Oh. Like this man is he's down bad. He is. <laughs> He is down bad. Tremendously. Um, I think later on they're talking about that book that Archer was reading. And Bree said that the book was beautiful, and Archer says, I guess if it wasn't beautiful, the tragedy the tragedy ultimately wouldn't be sad. And I read that line and I immediately was like, This book this book is going to wreck me and I'm going to say thank you. Like, I <laughs> I immediately was like, this is Mia Sheridan telling us something. She's about to tear our hearts apart. Yeah. Because, like, their relationship so far is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm. it's about to go down. Yeah, it's going a little too good. Right? Oh, yeah. So then... Anne has a heart attack, and as Bree is getting into the ambulance um, with Anne, she sees Archer, and she realizes that he ran there because he heard the sirens and ran from his house to check on her. And I'm bad for this. <laughs> yes, but, like, there's no... He literally can't call her and be like, hey, are yeah. you good? Like, that's his only way of knowing that she's okay, and I was just like my heart it can't take this and after getting back from the hospital this is when archer says my uncle shot me brie marcus hale shot me so connor is his dad because like we found out when like we saw archer's point of view when he was seven years old but he hadn't said it to brie so then brie's like hold on a second you own the town then because you're connor's oldest son and I was like, oh, yes, kick Travis out. Like, get them out. Yep. Like, oh, it's Archer's town now. So sorry. So then we have this parade that is honoring Connor Hale. And Brie runs into Travis and he like grabs her by the arm. And two different times she says, let me go. And before you know it, Archer appears. He's like, uh, Bree's in trouble? I can hear that. And then, <laughs> and then he ends up punching Travis in the face, which I was living for. And then they're fighting. They're, there's a full-on brawl going on outside the diner in the street. And Bree's like, stop, you guys are brothers. And I was like, not Brie just like completely exposing the secret that Archer was like I trust you with the secret don't tell anyone and here she is I've been down there with my man we're both fighting him <laughs> man Victoria's gonna get in there too yeah but you just bet I'm in there with you 
Yeah, I just, I didn't like that yeah. Brie was like, your brother is like, the, she just found out. Like, she just found out a couple hours ago. And she was like, she's like, oh, your brothers. Don't hit each other, your brothers. So Archer storms off and she gives him space to go figure out whatever it is he needs to figure out. Then she goes over to his house and finds the note that he left her and is basically saying that he needs to figure some things out on his own and not to blame herself and he hopes that she understands. I was crying. Yeah. I was like, mm, this is what we're doing. So the third act breakup. Got it. <laughs> and so Brie is miserable for the time. <laughs> Archer's gone. I know I shouldn't be laughing, but she is a wreck for three months. She's just like holding out hope that he's going to show up again. <laughs> I felt bad for her. And she's just like not wanting to do anything. She didn't go home for Thanksgiving because. Like, just in case Archer showed up again, and I was like, girl, come on. Well, goes back to, well, not really because she didn't just sit there. Like, she was still doing stuff. But, like, how Archer was like, if something happened to you, I'd, if you never came back, I would have just laid here. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and she's just, like, so she's heartbroken and basically the yeah. same way. She's giving the same energy. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to lay you come back yeah like, so just wait so her girlfriends are like you need to just like let loose it's new year's eve let's go to this party so they show up to this party and she's dancing with gage and archer shows up i'm crying like ugly crying like <laughs> back for her oh i stopped crying for a while once he left <laughs> So, no, Mia Sheridan is, she's nasty for that one, because that was just rude. So, Archer shows up, I start crying, and she's like, you're here, and he says, I'm here for you. Heart exploded, like, I could not handle how freaking cute this was. And so I thought it was very quick that they were then like, oh, get in the car and go home, because I was like, she's not going to give him crap about not being there for three months. And then she's sitting in the car, and she realizes, she's like, You've been gone for three months. You didn't write. You didn't bring your phone. I didn't know if you were alive. Like, so she gets up the car and she starts storming away. And I'm like, girl, you should have had this conversation before you got in the car. Yeah. And then he catches up to her. And this broke my heart when he was like, don't run from me. I can't call to you. Please don't run from me. The love I have for this man. The love I have for this man. I was like, come on, Brie, don't run from him. And then after this, he says, there has only ever been you. There will only ever be you. And then he says, I lost my heart to you. And Brie, in case you're wondering, I don't ever want it back. I mean, I'm down bad for Archer Hale at this point. Like, I will lay there and die for him. I will just sit here and wait till he comes back. I love him so much. 
So then he explains to Bree what he was doing the whole time. He basically just wanted to, like, be independent. Yeah. And he talks about, like, his coworker that he had when he had, uh, he was working at an airport. Right? He was, like, uh, like, like, processing baggage or something at the airport. Um, so his, he went over to his coworker's house and the coworker's daughter was like, oh, how do you say I love you? And he told her the sign for I love you was Brie. So she's like, that little girl's going to be going around saying I Brie you to everybody. <laughs> and it's the cutest thing ever. I was like, Archer's, Archer's just so cute. Yeah. We shouldn't have so happy for me. Going out living his life by himself. Yes, and then he comes back and he's like, just so you know, I'm planning on taking ownership of the town, which was like a huge step. I was so happy. Yeah. And then... Whole new attitude. He came back as a new man. Yes. Yes. And then they start talking about the guy that killed her dad and how there's going to be a trial. And Archer says, I'll go with you and they'll convict him and it will all be over. And in the meantime, you're safe here with me right by my side. So at this point, you're like, oh, like, they're going to get their happily ever after. This is so sweet. No, you'd be completely wrong. Because, like, the chaos that happens after this, I was like, there was only, like, this much left in the book. There was, like, such a little amount left in the book. And you're like, oh, so they're going to, you know, have the trial. And, you know, they already had their third act breakup. What else could Mm -hmm. happen? So they're at the diner, enjoying a little meal together. And the man that killed her dad shows up. And... (sighs) So then he, like, points a gun at Bree. And... (sighs) Okay, so Archer basically jumps in front of this bullet so that it doesn't hit Bree. And then Archer's bleeding out and i was like oh but they're gonna get him help very soon right he's okay right here i am crying and i was like so like this entire time my heart's in my throat i'm like okay but like he's he's okay yeah i was like no but he's fine he's gonna be okay right i was not expecting any of this because I, so many people told me, oh, this book made me cry. This book made me cry. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, when he comes back, I was so happy that he came back. I was crying. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. So then um, at the end of the chapter, Bree's saying uh, to Archer, don't you leave me. I need you. Don't you leave me. And then it says, but Archer didn't hear me. He was already gone. And at this point in the book, I wrote, what the actual fuck? I was like, this can't be real. There's like 20 pages left and you're just like, oh, Archer took a bullet for Brie and that's how it's going to end? But then I was like, oh, happy ending? (laughs) Psych. Yeah. But then I thought we were getting like a situation where it's like, oh, he died. Just kidding. And then there's that poem about Brie wanting Archer to come back. And I was like, Wait, you mean he's not back? Yeah, and then, this 
And then the next chapter starting saying the whole town gathered to honor Archer Hale. <laughs> Panic. Panic that I was experiencing was unlike anything I've ever experienced in my entire life. I was like, I'm sorry, what? So that like cemented it for me. I was like, oh, he's he's dead, dead. Like yeah. he's not coming back. I was crying so hard. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. At the point in the book that they're like, no, so the point in the book when they're like, oh, uh, you know, but Archer was gone. And then there's the poem. There are less than 10 pages left in the book. Really? That's- yes. There's less than 10 pages left till the ending. Is that, in- hold on. Is that That's not including the epilogue. Okay. Like, no, 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 no. No. On page like three fifty four is the the poem or whatever it is, whatever you want to call that, and then three sixty is the last page. So across six pages, he died, or you think he's dead, and since there's only six pages left, you're like, oh, he's really dead. So here I am crying my eyes out. I like. Right before the poem, I'm just right. I'm fucking sobbing. <laughs> like that, that hurt. That really hurt my heart. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, I can't catch a break in this book. No. No, they can't. So then it's like after they're like, oh, the whole town gathered to honor Archer Hale. Then we basically find out that he's been in a coma. And I was like, really? That that's what we're doing? I was glad he was back. Like I was over the moon. But I was like, why did you do me so dirty? Marshmallows. That was was going through it. That was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Like (laughs) I I couldn't stop thinking about it for like a couple months after I read it. I was like the way she really just played in my heart that was just so wrong and then the first thing he says when he wakes up from the coma he says to Bree I'm back for you wrap it all together with a bow cause that was like the perfect thing to for him to say And then we find out that Victoria Hale was the one to contact the guy that murdered Bree's dad and let him know where Bree was. Like. Now this. See, I think during the re- during the reread, this is where it like is really just like Travis. What the fuck? <laughs> but Travis didn't have didn't take part in that. No, I know, but um, when when she leaves because of Travis, like when he found out about that, like when he found out she was responsible for that. Uh huh. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> he tells her to leave or whatever before he opens up an investigation and all this, and it's just like, I mean the sheriff shouldn't you do that anyway <laughs> like, yeah so but like shut. yeah and like what was her goal of telling 
the guy where she was to have her killed essentially like is that not a crime yeah like even if that guy isn't here like she set it up (laughs) yeah she's the reason all this happened yeah exactly Mm. and i feel like if she faced repercussions for that i'd be like okay like okay travis like that's how like work yeah i'm gonna just be like just like what what you mean leave so she still gets to go on and live her life and still in i don't want to i don't want to spoil travis so if you haven't read travis and you enjoyed archer's voice i'd say wait a few months and then read travis but travis was really good i liked it for a while (laughs) yeah so okay So we're ending with Archer taking ownership of the town and he's giving this speech at the end of the book and he looks at Bree and he says, I'm here for you. I'm here because of you. I'm here because you saw me not just with your eyes, but with your heart. I'm here because you wanted to know what I had to say and because you were right. Everyone does need friends. I literally have goosebumps. Like every time I read that, I'm like, (laughs) like, it's like, it's so cute. It's so cute. I love it. And then the last line of the book is, uh, it's from Bree's point of view. And it says, I thought to myself, Archer Hale's voice was one of the most beautiful things in the whole wide world. I love this book so much. Like, I recommend this book to literally everybody. I, I just love it. It makes me so happy, and it also makes me sad, and I cry, but it's so worth it. Yeah. I think that's why I love it so much, because, like, I feel all this emotion, and I still love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's and, it's worth it. Yeah. All this pain in five minutes. <laughs> Suffering. <laughs> and... Sorry. <laughs> And there was, when she said that about his, his voice was one of the most beautiful things, honestly, like, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I thought about this book I read and I'm not going to say the book just in case people haven't read the book yet, <laughs> but <Okay. laughs> there's a line in this book and it was like, sometimes the quietest love is the loudest. I said, Archer. I was like, this is Archer. This is Archer Hale right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Archer will always be top tier. Like, Cassian is up there. I love Cassian. But, like, I love Cassian for a different reason. I feel like Archer is, like, so sweet and thoughtful and just, like, he's just, like, a little cutie, you know? But then Cassie is just like for a whole different reason. That's that's for another day. You do. What are you waiting for? I know, but it goes by quickly. I think after like the first fifty pages, it goes by very quickly. So, thank you so much for joining me. Where can the people find you? 
Simone underscore reads on Instagram. On Instagram, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, To stay up to date on the books that we will be reading, make sure to check out at bestfriend.bookclub on Instagram. And to watch the video version, check out the Best Friend Book Club YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.